There are strawberries growing. In fall? Yeah, I got some flowers on my strawberries. Oh shit, there's a strawberry right there. Sorry, okay. I know, right? Okay. Go for it. Hi, and welcome to Galactic Explorers with myself, Dallas, and the ever so lovely, beautiful Daniela. <laughs> Just having a great time today. We're time. actually going <laughs> to, this is another special edition uh, for Halloween season where we're going to talk about crossing over and helping those spirits and uh, what we do to, um, Help those that need to cross to cross. So sit down, chillax, and get your tea, enjoy the candles, ride. Get all witchy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Witchiness not required. Witchiness not required. It's extra. If you want to be extra, be extra, girl or boy or they or whomever. Be extra. <laughs> it's your prerogative to be extra, but you don't need it. Right. We'll say yep. that. It's not got necessary everything. for the mechanism to work. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so you want to, I guess, start us off with, um, I think we touched on mediumship a little bit in the previous episode, um, but just for anybody who may not have seen that one, uh, would you briefly touch on how uh, you are contacted? by disembodied spirits or ghosts like how do you know that they're there um do you reach out to them do they come to you how does it present and then how do you find out what they need and then i guess that can lead into um how you help them uh move on from this plane and then we'll swap okay so as spirits approach me um let me backtrack for a second. As I never reach out to them, it's they come to me hmm. or if I'm in an environment where they are present. And of course, if you're open, they know. Um, I get a little, almost like a feeling of a tap on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. um, my right shoulder blade kind of like flares up where I'm like, okay, the energy's changed and I'll start tapping in of who's here? <laughs> Is it human? Uh, what do you want? <laughs> Let's just get straight to the point. What do you want? What do you want? Message? Do you need help? Um, so there I will kind of assess the situation and depending where I'm at too. If I'm in bed and it's three o'clock in the morning and I'm waking up and I'm feeling kind of like this is not the time I'm no. Unless it's an emergency, no, we're not going to do this right now. <laughs> Is the house burning down and you're trying to tell me? No? Oh, okay. Right? Come back in the morning. My <laughs> operating hours are from 8 to 8. <laughs> not see my clothes sign? I'm closed. <laughs> not going to help you right now. 
So um, creating boundaries, I think, mm -hmm. is one of the first things you want to do is have your hours. And I literally do have a close sign of, okay, my sign is closed. I am not open. You cannot get through unless it's an emergency and it's something that I can help, right, that you actually need me and I can only do it, then I'm open to that. Other than that, right. um, I have those boundaries. And crossing people, um, it really varies, I think, of how you cross somebody over, of what energy you're working with. For me. I was going to say, I, I don't feel, know for me if that's true. In a sense, maybe of, as the same, in the same way that you mean. Right. Well, like, um, if they're looking just to leave, then I will kind of like, okay, where are we going? <laughs> and, and I, I will make the, the connection of their source of where they need to go mm -hmm. and kind of make almost like a bridge mm -hmm. to that or yeah, however they feel. Yeah. Where they feel maybe, you know, if it's a child, maybe it's a slide they're going to slide into or mm -hmm. the bridge or a light or a slingshot. And I will take that energy and put it in that direction and kind yeah. of almost like slingshot it in a sense. Or if they go down the slide and that slide and that's their, that's their crossing. And then um, once I feel that energy is gone, I kind of will close it. Mm -hmm. That almost like a portal, right? Mm -hmm. And I close that going the opposite direction and snap and that's it. That's it. I'll do and that literally takes maybe sometimes uh it could last a little longer like five or ten minutes if there's little Back things we need to work out mm -hmm. but usually it's that fast yeah I think yeah. for me for me yeah mine could be pretty, pretty fast, fast. Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah so yeah seems pretty yeah it's there's a lot of stuff that um is concurrent with uh, my types of experiences as well but they do differ a little bit. And that's kind of why I guess I wanted to have us sort of outline how we feel and a little bit of our process so that people can see that there's not just one way to get her done. Right. Um, there's a lot of ways, there's a lot of right answers. Um, so for me, they will do something similar um, as to you where I will feel a presence. Um, or yeah, something sets off. It's interesting. Um, whoop, struck. It's interesting, uh, depending on the type of entity it is, is how I'll get approached mm -hmm. at this point, more or less. So say for instance, my guide team, they approach me in a certain way. They send me certain signals and I know that that's them because it's been repeated, it's an established pattern of interaction. So from there, I did something similar to what you spoke about in boundaries and said, okay, well, if you're going to contact me, contact me in some form similar to X, Y, and Z, whatever mm -hmm. you'd like, so that I know what is contacting me ahead of time. So you know what's knocking at the door, essentially. 
So essentially I've given a secret knock in a sense to different types of entities so that when that energy approaches me, I can more easily and instantly discern if I need to interact with it or not. Um, because more often than not, anybody looking for assistance, actual assistance, uh, will abide by your boundary. Mm -hmm. yes. any, any entity that does not abide by your boundary and keeps pushing it and keeps pushing it and keeps pushing it and keeps pushing it is generally something that you probably just don't want to fool with. And that's not to say that you couldn't handle it. Um, that's more to say is that you just don't want to fool with it just for aggravation's sake. More or less. It's going to be more of a trouble for you dealing with an entity that doesn't respect your boundaries, trying to help mm -hmm. them, as you can imagine, if it was an actual person, right, that you're dealing with in the physical. So right. along those lines, if they're not respecting and be like, nope, you go, yep, nope, not dealing with you. Because anybody else, anything else has come to me in the manner in which I requested. So much like you, where you set those boundaries where it's like, I'm open eight to eight, you know, for instance, I have those as well, but also in the manner in which they approach. Mm -hmm. So I have an idea. So ghosts more or less will just bring their presence into my field as opposed to giving me any particular type of signal. I just have them, you know, like approach and then I'll mm -hmm. go, Hi, what do you need? Because at that point, I already know that it's somebody looking for help. Yeah. And then, of course, one of the first questions I ask them is, do you know that you're dead? Do you know that you're an energy? Do you know that you're not actually physically embodied at, at this moment? Do, do you know that you're dead? Your body is dead. Sometimes they'll say yes. And they'll be like, yeah, I just fucking can't figure out how to get off this rock. <laughs> I don't know what's key. Like, I just can't figure it out. Like, I don't know. I don't know where that stairway is supposed to be. I don't know where the 72 virgins are. I don't know. I don't know where anybody, <laughs> right? I just, <laughs> you know, so sometimes it'll be like that. And then other times they'll be like, oh, I'm dead. Oh, that would explain a lot. <laughs> just do that. And they're like, oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. So can you get me back home? I'm like, okay, yes, yes, I can. You know, and then much like you said, I will connect them with where their source is coming from. So sometimes it's a, like a higher oversoul or a planet, planetary energy, uh, depending on the entity. And sometimes it's just straight up, like all the way to source, 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 like the one. Um, so sometimes they just want to go all the way back. Um, and sometimes they don't. So yeah. And the opening of the portal thing is, is more or less a very, how do I say the practice itself is simple, but much like anything else, it takes time to master. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say even that I'm a master of it necessarily. Um, but the manner in which that I have 
formed to do it for myself is working well enough that no harm is coming to me or anything else around me or anything involved. So I'm being safe and aware with it, but I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a master. Maybe I'm just being overly humble. I don't know. That's usually not one of my traits, <laughs> but you know, so take it for what it is. If the process feels right to you, give her a go. And if it doesn't, then don't give her a go. Cause you, know, you might accidentally do something you don't intend to do. Mm -hmm. But essentially, like you said, you're, um, opening up what you would consider an energetic vortex or like a swirling portal, which is projecting your energetic, like your imagination into energetic form. Mm -hmm. um, which by the way, anytime you are imagining you're playing energetics for anybody who doesn't know that already. So anytime you're daydreaming, you're actually playing in the field, um, which is fun. But then yes, much like you said, it's like create a bridge between that entity and where they're trying to go through said vortex or portal or opening or however it presents itself. It doesn't always present itself the same way visually. Mm -hmm. um, and then yeah, escalator them home or rope them home or to be like that way, that way. And they go, oh, thank God. Oh, thank you. Oh God. All right. See ya. <laughs> see it. Don't see. You. I won't see it. Thank you. <laughs> you know, they're like, so much of the time they're just relieved to be able to get out of what for them is an uncomfortable position to be disincarnate walking around on a physical plane, mm -hmm. not being able to be seen or heard by anybody. Hardly. I mean, imagine if you were a consciousness wandering around this planet, you couldn't be seen, you couldn't be heard, and you felt like you were trapped. That you're supposed to be somewhere else, doing something else. That's not. It's like, how distraught would you be? And sometimes I think that that's what it ultimately, in a twisted way, will cause situations like poltergeist and things like that, mm -hmm. where it's a soul that has been here so long that it's essentially gone insane. That aspect of self has gone because it's right. been uncomfortable and in pain and it's been, it's been in limbo so long that it's essentially lost touch with reality and is doing anything in any way that it can to be noticed and be seen and be recognized again. So even though it may seem dangerous and even though it may seem like, you know, like you're getting scratched up at night or doing, you know, like whatever happens to these poltergeist people that you're affected by them. If you start taking it into going, oh my God, that's just like a poor, it's essentially imagine a dog that's been kept in a kennel for 30 years. How would it react? It'd be pretty aggressive. So if you take it from that perspective, you go, oh, okay, I can deal with this better. If you know where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. Or at least postulate. So it's very simple. And tonight, Halloween night, I will be opening a portal. I do this every year. 
either in the front yard, the backyard, or just right up over the house. And it is an exit portal. So not going this way, going the other way. And I essentially just holler out with the equivalent of a spiritual megaphone. Anyone that can hear me that needs to go home, the Uber is here. <laughs> essentially, you know what I mean? Right. It's like your doorway is here. Mm -hmm. Use it. Love that. And that's awesome. Then, like you said, you got to make sure you close them back because you don't want open portals around. For, I mean, there's no, no, you know, it's just not, not conducive to a good time to just leave these things open. Um, as I say, on the stroke of midnight in the current time zone that I am in, this portal will close. If you want to go home, get your butt over here and go home. This is your opportunity. I don't need to know who you are. I don't need to know what you've done. I don't care. If you are here and you can hear me and you are suffering and you need to go home, GTFO. And it, I set it up, let her go, and it closes on its own at the appropriate time. So I do things like that. Or if I feel like there's been a, a lot of, you know, recent activity. I think I did this a few times when I first moved into this neighborhood where it was just hotbed, hotbed. It was like ETs. There was all kinds of, entities, it was all kinds of disembodied stuff walking around here. And of course, living in uh, Virginia, lots of war, lots of death, lots of disembodied, disincarnate. People been here a long time. Mm -hmm. They don't know what they're doing here. So I would randomly just, I don't know, I'd get the feeling to, I'd randomly just like open up a portal in somebody's front yard as I was driving by. <laughs> like, you guys, I would see like five or six of them just kind of milling about, almost like zombies, literally like you'd see in Walking Dead where there'd be like five or six zombies on the street just kind of going... Not moving, they're not chasing you, they're just like lost. I don't know what to do with myself. I say, hey, there's your portal home. Bye bye. And they go, oh, oh, I just walked through there. Just walk through there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I cannot tell you. I mean, the reaction I always get is gratitude. Mm -hmm. Regardless of the entity. I mean, I've even helped disembodied, disincarnate Draco reptilian entities that, you know, got fucked up and got caught in the web that they, they caused. Little devils. And I still let them go home. <laughs> I still let them go home. Because it's not my prerogative to All judge right. what he did, and it was a he entity. Judge what he did. It wasn't my wasn't my prerogative in that moment to judge what he did. Had done. 
in this case, particularly because they're already disembodied, what benefit would it be to, for me to judge them and to then deny them access to peace? Right. I would be no better than them. I would be worse than them. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it in those terms, you're like, oh, time to be the bigger person. Yeah. And I think mediumship and interacting with a lot of these entities is a really big opportunity for a lot of people to experience that kind of understanding. Mm -hmm. True compassion. Because mm -hmm. imagine if it were you. Right. You'd want that. You would want someone to help you. Yeah, I prefer it to be a human in that particular case. A species that they've subjugated will make him think twice. Maybe just a couple times. But it's like you're sowing a seed of a different consciousness level into that entity consciousness, group consciousness. So be safe and be aware, but I would say that anybody that's asking for help wouldn't deny them. Especially if they're within your boundaries. I mean, if, if they've respected your boundaries, which in this right. case the entity had, you know, so crossing people over can be very rewarding as strange as it is and as simple as it is and as unseen as it is, mm -hmm. it can actually be energetically, spiritually very heartwarming because you're helping somebody go home. Sorry, my husband's writing a note to me. Um, like he would have wasted less time if he would have just poked his head out the door and <laughs> I hold on, give me a freaking second. Here, look at the beautiful sky. But yes, rewarding. Maybe very rewarding. Okay, so rewarding. Yes, it is very rewarding. I I think one of the experiences that I've had There's a crow calling um, in the background. I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I would hear them. There's a lot of birds going around too right now. Um, funny. It was when I lived in Arizona and there was, me and my friends were just out and we're hiking on a trail. And it was in Northern Arizona and there was like this big clearing and I was like, I got to go down there. And so I went down there and I sat on this tree and I just, I lost it and I mm -hmm. felt and like I could see a whole native community oh wow and i and i saw the destruction of it yeah and the death of it and it was just it was so heavy and it was yeah. so like oh my god so i sat there with them and then i helped to see to see them and to recognize them and to know like what they went through and their experience and gave them like love and return of seeing them and acknowledging what they went through yeah. in that land. 
Um, you bore, you bear witness to them. Yeah. And really connecting to that land and that spot and the energy that that spot carried Mm -hmm. and gave, I, I know it sounds really corny, but I gave it love. I gave it respect. I gave it what they would do and showed them each other. Is that, if that makes sense, you know, of, okay, you guys are all together now and you guys will continue and just kind of help clear that land of, you know, putting that light down and then how they wanted to exit. I let them do it, but I gave them the space too. Right. And like, I didn't have to cry anymore. I felt that lifted and I felt like Joyce and like, like we were, we, you know, we were able to let go of that and to feel just safe and happy again. And then it was like that whole vibration. (laughs) Yes. That whole land changed. And it was like, I could see the kids running and I could see them just living their life again, you know? So it's like that land carried that vibration, but then it carried, they wanted to be there still. And they wanted just to kind of just be happy again, you know, and live like they did beforehand. So to see it on that aspect. wants to leave. Yeah. But there's still and, something that's keeping them agitated or unsettled or that you can, mm-hmm. that we can help with in those cases, like you say. Yeah. So I think, like you said, like the poultry guys situations is just acknowledging sometimes they just want that acknowledgement. They just want to be seen. They want to mm-hmm. be heard. They want to be felt or help me, you know, and they don't know how to do it because they're kind of lost They're, you know, time is not existence really. So they right. could be stuck there for hundreds right. of years, but right. it might be a whole eternity, you know, right. for and them they're and stuck and there. The thing to remember too, is they're stuck there as that consciousness. Right. Right. So yeah. whatever, whatever lifetime they lived before they died, I mean, more or less when they're stuck here, not that they're visiting and returning, and coming to you to visit, like, you know, like you go into your space and you visit with your ancestors. When they're stuck here, they're still stuck in that loop of the time period in which they lived. Yeah. So you're going to, like, for instance, when we're talking about the land, the land that I live on now, I had to do a lot of clearing when we first moved here. I had to do a lot of acknowledgement open a lot of portals, get a lot of people home. Some wanted to stay. But just to be acknowledged that, yes, this happened here. It is still remembered. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like your sacrifice was not in vain. And they're like, oh, somebody that's come that, like you said, either respects the land or is live and let live to us because so often of the time when people experience these phenomena of the disembodied interacting with them, they immediately take it as a negative thing and they Mm -hmm. get hyper defensive about it. They get hyper antagonistic towards whatever is causing it. And more often than not, it's probably just something trying to get your attention just so that it could be recognized again. Like you said. So well, it's you to take that into consideration. Right. Yeah. So you said? Um, 
if you feel that fear or that unsureness, really check into it because it could mm. be theirs that mm -hmm. you are picking up and not your own. Yes. I think that's a huge one for me that I was like, oh, I'm not truly scared. It's there. They're scared or mm -hmm. they're angry, you mm -hmm. know, and but you pick it up as your own. So really right. ask yourself, you know, if this is something that's mine or is it theirs? And then that's how you kind of like are able to navigate through how you deal with this entity. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Fascinating. I know. I mean, we could sit here for forever and talk about like the different experiences that we've had helping entities cross over. And if anybody has any questions specifically about one type or another or how to more or anything like that, you could always drop it in the comments and we are happy to respond or even make another whole separate video about it. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, it can be as simple as feeling a presence, walk into your energy field, acknowledging the presence, like asking it, you know, if it knows that it's dead or it knows that it's not physically incarnate, that's a better way to put it. To not shock them sometimes. It's like, do you know that you're not physically incarnate right now? Mm -hmm. That you're not physically here. And they go, so you ask them that and you go from there and whether or not they just need, sometimes they just want to pass on a message because you're the only person within a hundred mile radius that can pick them up. Sometimes they just want to go home. Sometimes they just want to be acknowledged and say, can you see me? Yep. I can see yeah. you. So keep your head on your shoulders. I think more of you in our audience are interacting with the disincarnate uh, than you think. And anytime it comes into your field, just stand your ground. And if you don't want to deal with it right now, you can put the boundary there and say, I'm not in a place to help you in this moment. Return at another time. Because like you said, time doesn't really go for them the same way it goes for us mm -hmm. through the experience. So, and then, yeah, if they need to go home, help them connect energetically to where they want to go. So you can show them the way, show them a path to get back and then close that path off once they're done, once they're gone. And then that could be as simple as it has to be. It's like you don't have to bust out candles. You don't have to bust out the salt circle. Don't have to do any of that. I mean, you can if you want. I love a little pageantry. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but so much of what happens in pageantry is technically just there to support the energetics of it, to put you in a state of mind mm -hmm. about it. And a state of mind, AKA a particular frequency, that helps you connect souls with where they want to go. So it's all the same thing. You just call it something a little different. Yeah. But on this Halloween, give her a go. Open up a little portal, maybe in your backyard. 
something that you can manage. Five minutes. And just sit there, let it be open, and say anybody that needs to go home can go home. There's the door. And practice like that. And the more you practice opening portals outward, the better you will get at closing portals that are open towards us, that stuff is spewing out of that you may not otherwise recognize. So question, how would you recognize that portal then? If you're just walking down the street and you go, oh, 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 if that's, how do you recognize that? For me, it feels like I just stepped into a vat of tar. <laughs> yeah. It gets really, it's like, it feels like you're walking. Like, obviously my face doesn't get pushed back physically, but it feels like I'm walking through, like it touches me, like it's, it's tangible. Like the, and the energy feels off. It's not, yeah. it is not aligned with your vibrational frequency at all. Um, Another way too, uh, sometimes is if they're smaller, like if they're, something's just trying to open it up on the other side and hasn't quite gotten really big, big enough to walk through or anything. Um, my physical attention will be drawn to a particular area. So, you know, it's like, I'll just get the feeling to keep looking up at a particular place in the house. Even though there's no, I know there's nothing, like, there's not anything there. It's not like there's a bat up there or a bird or, like, or a spider or anything for me to be looking at. But I'll, like, just look at, you know, kind of like uh, how sometimes cats just stare randomly at different, you know, parts of the wall and they'll just sit there and stare for a few minutes. It's kind of like that. My attention will keep being brought back to a specific area of the house, for instance. Mm -hmm. My attention, it's like, have you uh, thought about the ceiling in your office much yet recently? Thought about that ceiling? You know, like, a, and I'll just kind of, you know, maybe I'll disregard it or whatever. And be like, ah. Right? Right, yeah. And then a couple of days later, I'll just be looking up at the ceiling. And I won't remember why. Yeah. Hmm, something feels off. I don't know. All right, I'll shove it for later, right? And I keep, and then, you know, maybe I'll just be sitting in the living room and then all of a sudden an image of the ceiling of my office with a big ass portal in the middle of it will pop into my head and be like, oh, all right, let's go close that up. <laughs> so it, ha it comes in various forms, but it, almost always exclusively is accompanied by a really huge feeling of dis-ease, discomfort, mm -hmm. um, feeling compressed. Yeah. Uh, like all of a sudden you've got this sludge walking around on the outside of your aura, your energy field. It, so when you walk into an open portal that's pointing in our direction that like nasty shit's coming out of or whatever, um, or even if it's not entities, but it just could be an energy field from another dimension that's pouring into ours that isn't necessary. Um, you could feel it that 
it just feels murky and nasty and so you can just yeah. close it. Because I have walked into portals, like say when we were in Hawaii, I have walked into portals where it's like, ooh, this is kind of nice. I think I'll stand here a little longer. <laughs> like, I knew I was standing in a portal. I could feel it. I could see, you know, like I could see it in my mind, like swirling, you know, yeah. doing thing. But I was just like, hmm, it's quite comfortable, actually. I think we'll stand here some more. So that would be yeah. an instance of a place where it's like you walk into a vortex or an energy portal that even though it may be open in the direction towards our world, what's coming through it may not actually be all that bad. Um, right. So Big foot. you have to use your discernment. You know, you have to yeah. think for yourself. <laughs> right? We're going we're to keep bringing that back around. We're just going to keep knocking you on the head with that one. <laughs> right? You just have to be discerning and go, how do I feel in this moment? It's like I just walked into an area. How do I feel? Do mm -hmm. I feel pulled on? Do I feel sucked down? Do I feel um, open? Do I feel more energetic? Yeah. And test it out. Like you said, it's kind of a similar tooth test to uh, how you said when sometimes those of us who are psychic are also obviously a lot of empathic too, that we feel the feels. So is, are the feels that we're feeling actually ours that we're feeling or is it something else? Is it somebody else? So it's similar in that where it's like, is this feel that I'm feeling mine or is this actually like, am I standing in something? Is there some, something here? And then usually your higher self, your spirit team, your internal gut instinct, all of the above will come into play and be like, you're in a portal or there are, you know, X, Y, and Z happened here or, you know. Right. So it is working a lot with your intuition, but there is essentially the basic premise of if you want to close it, work the energy in the opposite direction in which it is currently turning. So if it's turning this way and you want to close it, start turning the energy that way and it will swirl it down the drain more or less. Yeah. And if you want to open it up, do your bridge, close it up the same way, swirl it in the opposite direction. And it can be that simple, but it is ever so rewarding when something comes up to you and goes, oh my God, I need your help. I don't know what to do. You're the only one that can hear me. Yeah. You go, don't, don't worry, fam. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Right. Your troubles are at an end. Here you go. <laughs> And it's like, not even for you, but you feel the relief washing over them. And it just gives you that, oh my God, I just helped somebody. I just helped mm -hmm. something that was in dire need. It's almost like, you know, rescuing a, an animal from a shelter where it's like, I have made a difference in something's life. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. super rewarding in that way true that yeah so happy halloween everybody go gently open some portals in your backyard one at a time please <laughs> and don't have be, don't be crazy <laughs> right that good intention of why not just don't be you be careful what you open what you close that's all i'm gonna say you have to use that. caution to that yeah 
and that's it's an interesting uh, it's a good point to mention because i didn't mention it i forget because sometimes these things come so naturally at this point that you forget to mention that they're an aspect of so i'm glad that you did um because yeah i always open the portal anytime i'm dealing with the disembodied with the intention of i'm sending them home Yes, I am yeah. opening. I am opening this to shoot out of our, you know, reality dimension frequency back to wherever they need to go, and that mm -hmm. is the purpose of this, and that is all. Yep, nothing can come back through. Like it's all more or less unspoken but intended. Mm -hmm. So that's very. That's yeah. a very important aspect to mention. I'm glad you did. Cause yeah. Cause yeah, if you just go yeah. around opening stuff willy nilly, I mean, that's like the horror stories you hear about Ouija boards and shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, those are. I think about when you like think of stuff like that of how are they created, who created them. And that's the energy you're bringing in with it. Not to mention whatever you're bringing to the table on your own, and whoever else is there. Yeah. Right. Ooh. This could be a whole big topic topic about dealing with Ouija boards. Maybe maybe next Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it on the list for next Halloween. But I mean really. So yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Agree. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> but truly. So if you have any questions about any of these processes, we'd be happy to answer them um, to the best of our ability even if we need to make another little five, 10 minute addendum video that we could do that as well. But drop any of your comments and questions in the comments below. Um, so that way we can know better uh, what kind of information that you'd like for us to share with you that would be helpful for you. So everyone out there have a wonderful and safe All Hallows Eve, um, Samhain, all of the wonderful names that it goes by, um, enjoy reach out, be aware, but understand that you can help a lot of beings in this time when it is easiest to shift the energies between our different frequencies and help other things get home, get to where they need to go. So have fun, be safe, go eat a butt ton of candy. <laughs> Twix are my favorite. And yeah, have a fantastic Halloween from the Galactic Explorers to you. Like, subscribe. We will see you next time. Hopefully, you got something that you can take from this and use tonight. We'd love to hear about it if you do, by the way. So drop that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So have a great time tonight, you guys. Enjoy. Be safe. Be aware. Be smart. But, right? Yes. Happy Halloween. Great. Happy Halloween. We will see you next time. When the next one, man, coming up. Can you believe it's November already? Holy balls. <laughs> November. We'll talk about it. November, here we come. Oh, we've got, oh, we have got topics. We are ready. We've got topics, we've got things to pull from the bowl, we've got suggestions from you guys. We're ready to roll into this new year. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Bye.